welcome back to another episode of at home with india i am your host jay india lester now y'all please don't kill me i know it has been so long since i've sat my butt down and recorded and put some quality work out there so i'm happy to be back and i'm hoping that i can continue to be consistent and really get back into doing something that i truly do enjoy so with that being said let's hop into the episode So if you didn't get a chance to read the title, we're going to be talking about whether or not you are ready to date, if I'm ready to date, you know, and what that might look like. And also on the flip side of that, when is it time to really maybe end things with a partner or in your relationship or your situationship or whatever? So I want to start off with a little story time for you guys. So last night I had the opportunity to go to DC Pride and I had such an amazing time. And when I went, I had the opportunity to be placed in a situation where um, a girl working at this bar I was at had recently gotten out of a relationship with her ex. And uh, I don't know if it was the liquor talking, but the empath in me immediately jumped out and I just wanted to shield this girl that I don't even know with so much love and support and just uh I guess a therapy session in a sense I'm not a qualified therapist y'all but I do enjoy truly being there for people um I think it's really a gift that I do have so long story short she was telling me about how she ended things she decided to end things with her partner she felt you know that she wasn't getting what she wanted out of the relationship it wasn't truly fulfilling to her and mind you this girl's in tears I grabbed her hand and I just told her how amazing I thought that she was how strong she was how I felt that it took a lot of courage for her to do exactly what she did she made the decision to leave somebody who was not fulfilling her needs and what she feels she deserves and in that moment i could tell there was a lot of pain there was a lot of hurt there was a loss there and i get it as someone who's dated been in love loved fell out of love heartbroken all of these things i could resonate with her as somebody who's had to end a relationship before and dealing with those emotions that come with it so i hope you enjoyed my story time and shout out to the girl in the bar that i met But just to hop right into it, the first thing that I think is really important to consider before you might date, in my opinion, is to really figure out if you're happy with the person that you are. Um, And do you understand your value and your worth? Have you taken the time to date yourself? Figure out, you know, what you enjoy to do by yourself. What brings you joy without another person being there? Are you truly okay with being alone? And I did want to talk a little bit about the difference between being lonely and alone. You might be alone, but you're not lonely. I think that being alone is more so a physical physical thing compared to loneliness is more of a feeling. So I may be alone physically with no one around me, but I'm not lonely. While you can be alone and lonely, or you can be with people and lonely like it's so many intersections to alone and loneliness so figuring out whether you are okay with being alone are you okay with that feeling of loneliness and what are you using to fill these gaps 
and it took me a long time to truly be okay with just me um i think that it scared me being alone because i had to deal with a lot of my own demons my own issues and looking in the mirror in that silence silence around me um really humbled me and made me look at myself and call myself out and hold myself accountable so I think that's definitely the first step do you love yourself before another person enters the equation and take as much time as you need to figure something like that out that is not anything you want to rush and I mean this in the most uh light-hearted way that you were born alone I mean, of course, if you were a twin, like, okay, there's a little wiggle room, but you know what I'm saying. If you were born alone and you're going to die alone, the message behind that is it's you. You're your number one. You are your special person. And why do you need anybody else to make you feel that? You should make you feel that, you know? And then number two, do you know what? you want from a partner in a romantic relationship in general so there's a lot of different relationships in this world there's platonic you know friends with benefits monogamous uh polygamy like what do you want out of a partner um and what are your expectations out of that partner as well are you ready for your partner to sometimes not meet those expectations um what are you going to allow so for me dating allowed me to figure out a lot of these things that I wanted from a partner I didn't truly know what I wanted from a partner yet I thought that they would just I guess get it right and that was me being unrealistic with a lot of my expectations coming into dating and I think that also has to do with the fact that I started dating at a very young and naive age Um, I got into the dating world around 16 and looking back we all know hindsight is 2020 I was not ready to be with anybody at that moment in time Um, but I don't regret it due to a lot of the character development that I was allowed to experience so with that being said really take the time and I'm gonna say this after every single question take the time to figure these things out do you know what you want out of this relationship or are you just choosing to be with someone or are you just choosing to be in a relationship are you choosing to be there because you want another being there because you're lonely you see how alone and loneliness are coming back into conversation all of this is intertwined y'all so understanding where you're at mentally before you bring another person another being with their own baggage into your world what do you want out of them so think about that (laughs) so to move into some more logistics of dating do you realistically have the time to date a relationship is not a cute little puppy um or just a cute little I don't even know I feel like people romanticize the true work effort that comes with a relationship let me be the one to tell you that a relationship is probably one of the hardest things I've done like it's up there with college it's up there with waking up for a 5 a.m. shift 
it is up there with some of the hardest things I think I've ever had to do in my life. Um, Being in a relationship is not for the weak. So with that being said, you have a lot of commitments in your life. You have a lot of other things that might take priority. But when it comes to being in a relationship, you now have to make a commitment to prioritize this person around school, around work and friends and hobbies and uh, family time and personal time. Are you prepared to make those adjustments for that person? Because it's not just a me, a I, it's a we now. It's a we now. And if you're not ready for that, then maybe you're looking for a friend and that's okay, you know? So the next thing I did want to talk about was, are you really healed enough for, from any past trauma, whether that be child abuse, uh, problems with your families, um, death, addiction, even past abuse from partners? Um, Do you have mental health concerns? Do you have any post-traumatic syndrome? What is it? Did I say that right, y'all? PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. There we go. Um, We got there. But long story short, have you really taken the time to deal with a lot of the things that we, um, that leave us with scars and force us to carry around certain type of baggage that we don't even know that's baggage? Um, think about a lot of the toxic traits that you may hold within yourself. And if you don't think you have any, maybe this is the time to take a lot of self-reflection. So we can use me as an example. Um, I think that talking about my trauma is probably my favorite thing to do because it allows me to address it. It allows me to kind of put a name on it in a sense of like calling it out and taking the power away from it so for me for my trauma my baggage my toxic traits one thing about me is that when I feel somebody pulling away from me I use that as an opportunity to kind of hold on to them even tighter and this is due to the fact that I have a um anxious oh guys I'm trying to think of my attachment style Okay, I have an anxious, preoccupied um, attachment style. And with that being said, I just have a lot of fear around abandonment. And then that ties into the fact that my father died when I was seven. And I had to deal with a lot of emotions of abandonment at a young age. So now that I'm older, I'm seeing those fears around abandonment being expressed in my relationships. When I feel like someone emotionally is pulling away from me, um, that fear, that anxiety, that tenseness pulls into, pours into me. And now I'm kirking out, in other words. Um, I am off the rockers. I'm off my train. I'm, I'm not basically progressing at a way I'd like to. So that's something that I'm currently working on in myself and I'm finding that time and that patience with me to work those things out because all of us are going through something. Uh, I have this weird fascination where everybody that I look at, I look at as a book. They have a cover, but they have so many pages in the inside and they're still writing their pages um, and they have so much depth about them. So that's where I'm at in my book. I'm learning to fix, not only fix the things that I have experienced that have caused a lot of trauma 
within me but I'm also taking the time to date when I feel ready I don't think we're ever gonna be a hundred a thousand percent healed but at the same time are you willing to work on that trauma to be healthy in your relationship to show up for that other person the way you want them to show up for you so if you are not ready to heal enough like I said you'll never be probably a hundred a thousand percent healed but if you are not healed enough maybe you will not be present enough in your relationship the way you probably should be or your partner might want you to be so again take that time to really work through your trauma relationships are no rush there is no rush to commit to somebody if you are not ready it's okay hurt people hurt people and if you continue to date and find these untapped souls these cleansed and clean spirits and bring your congested and just uh, I don't even know I'll just stick with what I said if you continue to bring your congested energy and trauma into this person's world and bring a lot of the baggage and a lot of the hurt into their life because you're treating them how someone else treated you you are acting in a survival mode anytime this person with maybe I don't know clean intentions um, messes up in a way that you think they've messed up so if you're acting on survival you're acting off of pride you're protecting your heart from this person that you have committed to they don't deserve that you don't deserve that so instead of passing on that trauma that was passed on to you that you didn't even deserve how about you just take the time and just clean up your own house before you have any visitors or not even visitors before you want someone to move in so i really want you guys to take the time take the time with your boundaries with your trauma okay so next another thing i would like to talk about with getting ready to date is whether or not you have a realistic outlook on what it means to be in a romantic relationship and for me i didn't have a romantic um a realistic outlook on what it looks like to be in a romantic relationship because i grew up on disney movies um looking back which actually have a lot of terrible messages in them but that's not the point um i grew up on disney movies where you know somebody's gonna find my glass slipper we all know the cinderella story but you know somebody's gonna find my glass slipper and they're gonna go on a chase to look for me i haven't watched cinderella in years so i hope that's the story um you know i'm not ariel ariel this is turning out to be a terrible example but hopefully you understand what i mean when i say i grew up on disney um i grew up in an environment even with my own family where i saw a lot of women sticking it out uh even when in my opinion they shouldn't have when they weren't happy they were in abusive and toxic marriages and stay sticking it out for the children and just i had an expectation on a relationship that just wasn't real i expected my partner to be perfect um i expected them to 
wait on me hand and foot I want princess treatment um and I don't mean to say that that's unrealistic the extent you might take it to it might be unrealistic but just figuring out what realistic expectations are so like if you're in high school why would you expect for your partner to be gifting you with Dior and Gucci gifts when half the time we work in part-time in high school I don't even have any money to go like wherever I want to go I'm I can't get you a bus down like I'm sorry we ain't making that kind of money so why would you expect me to buy you expensive gifts you see online you see your favorite Instagram influencer getting Dior we ain't there yet you know what I'm saying and half the time them boxes be empty so you know be realistic like just live in the now so for me I love princess treatment um that's what I want that's what I expect and I think that's more so having to do with my standards um I expect princess treatment because of all of the value and worth that I feel like is within me I'm not going to lower my bar and expect less than when I know that's what I deserve period so if you don't feel like you deserve princess treatment then why would your expectation to have be to have ex, uh, princess treatment? You know what I'm saying? So trying to figure out all the things you expect your partner to do. Do you expect your partner or relationship to make you feel pretty, um, increase your self-esteem, cure loneliness, um, make your ex jealous? Like maybe your expectations aren't the best. And again, maybe your intentions aren't in the right place. So again, looking for those realistic expectations are really really important um because it's not easy y'all it's not easy being in a relationship with another person who again has a lot of their own trauma their own issues their own self um self-love issues like the list goes on so i guess my last thing to i want to talk about before getting into a relationship is to really consider whether or not you have taken the time to mingle well not even mingle have you taken the time to really get to know this person have you seen this person in every possible scenario have you seen them angry how are they with their family have you seen them sad depressed um insecure uh at their highest at their lowest like have you seen them in every single possible situation Now, granted, you might not experience that, but at the same time, it's important to see your partner in every situation before maybe dating them um, monogamously, before really getting into an exclusive relationship, because you want to be sure that this is a person that meets your expectations, loves you the way that you feel like you deserve to be loved. Do not feel the need to rush this period um, in the dating uh or I guess courting um time of the relationship you want to be sure that this is the right choice uh so with that being said I think that that's all I have about being ready to date like there's no I guess manual to dating there's no perfect relationship there's no marriage that is perfect there's no couple that you can be able to look at and say well that's the relationship I want you have no idea 
what their history looks like, what their communication looks like, what their trauma looks like. You don't know. And it's just as simple as that. My biggest takeaway, I guess, from this is to know that you should never stop dating yourself. Never stop. Even when you get into a relationship, don't forget about you. Because when you lose you, you've lost the relationship. You're not in a relationship with just one person. It's you and another person. So don't forget about you, okay? All right, y'all. So let's move into the last segment of what it might look like when you're ending things. Or if you're even thinking about whether you should break up with your partner, situationship, whatever the case may be. So to start off, I just want to be sure that I validate your feelings. Nothing that you feel about ending things are invalid. I know there's a lot of hard and confusing emotions that you're having to deal with on whether or not you want to end things. So even if you are thinking about staying together, there's nothing wrong with that. If you have those feelings that you want to try and work things out, by all means, if you think that the relationship is salvageable, I would never want to steer you or anybody else away from thinking that they can't fix something with their partner. But if you think that the differences are just not fixable, you don't want to fix them, then by all means, I get it. So preparing for a breakup is definitely a process that I struggle with. I think that because I'm in so much denial when I was breaking up with some of my exes, I wasn't ready to accept the fact that things were over. I wanted to keep working, keep fixing. And I was getting to a point where I was beating a dead horse. So let me be the one to say that it's very normal to be afraid of feeling lonely after the breakup. Usually our partners have a very prominent and important role in our life and we spend a lot of our time with them making a lot of amazing memories that we cherish. But something that I said to that lovely um, waiter, that girl in the bar that I met in DC was that those memories, now that they are over, can now be laid to rest. We can now place them in a beautiful casket, close it, bury them, get the tombstone. You can even bring flowers to the gravesite, cry near the gravesite, mourn the gravesite. But at the end of the day, you have to move on because those memories, that idea, those <laughs> future ideas and thoughts and children names and what ifs and cars and houses and all these things that you have planned all of those things are dead now and that's okay I think my favorite thing to say after all of this is that that's okay it's okay because it it is and if it isn't right now then it will be it's okay to mourn the relationship but at some point you have to pick up pieces slowly but surely the pain the suffering may not be your fault but the healing is a thousand percent yours nobody's gonna patch you up nobody's there to save you in that aspect only you can mend such a broken heart like yours so when it comes to what it might look like to ending things like I said, if you feel like there's differences, if you feel as though you're not being valued and 
treat it with the worth that you feel like you deserve if that person is just not who you want to be with someone you want your kids to be like like the list goes on if they're just not meeting you where you want to be met if you feel like there's nothing worth fighting for anymore if you feel like their trauma is still having a hold on them if you feel like their past um is lingering into your present then maybe it might be time but with everything that i'm saying here today it's great that you're using this as a resource but ultimately you make the decision you make the call and as long as you are happy with that decision even if your partner is happy with it even if your mother your father your friends aren't happy with the relationship or the decision of ending the relationship it doesn't matter because you are your number one even if you're not ready but you feel like it's something you need to do again you might not be ready but if you're comfortable with the situation and the decision you're about to make then by all means i'm gonna say take it we have such a limited amount of time on this earth nothing is promised tomorrow is not promised to any of us so why continue to waste more time if you're ready if this is a decision that makes you happy even if you're not ready if this is something you simply need to do for your own mental health then I'm always going to choose that so friends I hope that you enjoyed this episode I am happy to be back I hope that you were able to take something from this and at the end of the day I am so proud of each and every one of you I'm proud of myself today I have been through so much in these last couple of months that I didn't think I could make it through, but I did. And no matter how many times, and look at me, I'm still on my soapbox, y'all. I be trying to wrap up the episode, and I still got more to say. And you know what? I'm going to say it, because I ain't going to bite my tongue for nobody, not even my podcast. So with that being said, like, I just want you to know that even if you're working towards a better you, if you are on this self-health journey, reflecting and all of that, this thing is not linear i used to beat myself up when i would uh stoop down or revert back and relapse to a person that i was so trained and so fixed on getting away from anytime i felt as though i was acting out of character quote-unquote being clingy um kind of uh insecure trying to hold on to somebody who didn't want to be held on to anymore just doing a lot of these things that I knew weren't healthy I would basically question whether or not I was healthy and then I had to realize that my journey to health is not linear it won't be linear it won't be a smooth road at all I'm gonna have a lot of ups but as long as with those dips come more like peaks with each valley as long as my peaks continue to have more and more uh incline i hope that's what i'm trying to refer to yeah so as long as my peaks continue to get higher than they were before then i'm happy with the growth that i'm making no book is perfect 
everybody's journey is different it's twisty it's turning it's up and down and i just hope that on your journey that you continue to make the best decisions for you when it comes to bringing someone into your world into your space into your energy so with that being said for real this time thank you guys so much for spending some time with me I hope that you have an amazing, amazing day. I hope you express gratitude. I hope that you make sure to check in with yourself. Date yourself because you're your number one. So I love you guys. Yes, I love you guys. Have a great day, a great night, whatever the case may be. Bye, y'all. I'll try to see y'all in a week. <laughs>